Down to Business with Bobby Kerr. Brought to you by Bank of Ireland on News Talk. We're going to look at uh, some of what Wicklow Town has to offer and what it's got going for it. I'm delighted to be joined by a couple of, uh, again, Wicklow residents. Matt Forkin, he's in the Wicklow Chamber of Commerce president. Also joined by Brian Gleeson, Chief Executive Wicklow County Council. And Pamela Walsh, formerly or sorry, formerly of SSE Electricity, but now the founder of Wicklow Way Wines. And she's the chairperson of Wicklow Naturally as well. So, uh, Brian, we might start with you if we could. Um, as the, um, as the uh, main man in, uh, in the council here, what, tell us a bit about Wicklow and how the council, because it's a very big county and it's a, it's a very diverse county. You've got, you've got some urban areas and probably some in the north of the county, you know, some places like Greystones that are growing. Um, then you've got all the, the beautiful wilderness, the mountains, the sea, everything here in Wicklow. So get, let us into your world, if you will. Well, Bobby, as you say, uh, it is very diverse. You have, you have West Wicklow um, uh, and obviously the, the, the East Coast, uh, the main urban areas, Bray, Greystones, Wicklow. Uh, I suppose we, we're, uh, as regards our enterprise plan going forward for Wicklow, we're, we're concentrating on three main areas, uh, renewables, uh, food strategy and also uh, the film industry. You're, okay. you're aware, obviously, there's a number of major film uh, studios it's in Wicklow. It's fantastic. You know, and, Ashford and Studios, Ardmore, and, and the new one, And Greystones that recent uh, announcement in Greystones, like, that's, yeah. the, like, the benefit, like, every town in Ireland would give their right arm for an announcement like that. It's, it's a real game all changer. all those jobs coming in. Yeah, it's a real game changer, Bobby, and we've tried to take advantage of that um, out in Ratnew, just out the road. Our Wicklow County campus in Claremont, we're developing a content creation hub. Right. It should be um, finalised at the end of the year. So we'll be bringing in uh, people from all the, the content creation uh, industry, whether it's animation, um, film production, TV production, podcasting, all working together, creating synergies in that area and supporting supporting the, uh, the industry going forward. It's a, it's a hugely growing area. Um, and we want to take advantage of that. Okay, so. you, you mentioned renewables there, and you know when we look at the, I suppose the wind farm industry, the potential that there is offshore for offshore wind, and again, I, I, I know the, the onshore wind can be complex with planning and all. Oh, let's just park all that for a minute. But the, the opportunity that's there for offshore wind, uh, and we have you know, the template there on the Arklow Bank. Uh, we're looking out at it here. It's, I suppose it's, it's almost frustrating that we wouldn't see, mo- we don't see uh, more windmills like the Arklow Bank because that has been a great success, has it not? Oh, absolutely. And uh, look, while it is frustrating, the planning process, it does take a long time. Uh, I know Wicklow County Council were pleased to announce yesterday that we gave planning permission for the uh, operations and maintenance base in Arklow. Uh, for SSE renewables and um, what will that mean to Arklow? Well, there'll be up to eighty full-time jobs in Arklow, and we also have the Codling Windbank, who are stationed here in Wicklow Town. Uh, there'll be an operations and maintenance base in Wicklow Town here to support that wind farm, and there'll be another eighty jobs here in Wicklow Town. So the the county is really um, getting huge benefits yeah, okay. from from that, and obviously there's the community uh, support scheme or benefit scheme. 
that arises out of the uh, renewable, which will um, benefit from the, the local community and clubs. Okay. And, and, yeah. I, I want to stay with, with renewables for a minute because I want to bring in our next guest uh, who has a history in this area, Pamela Walsh. Uh, she's the founder of Wicklow Way Wines, chairperson of Wicklow Naturally, which I also want to talk about. But I want to go back to 20 years, Pamela, when you were the offshore development manager with Airtricity. Um, so you know a lot about this space, but you're no longer in it. I, I've been looking forward to speaking to you about this. Right. Tell us more. Yeah, um, I suppose when I think about what's, what's the difference between, you know, what was happening back then and how did Arclo Phase 1 happen versus why it's not happening now. And a lot of different things, when I, when I think about it, a number of different things were unlocked. Yeah. And it all came, a lot of it came down to people and it came down to wanting to make it happen and just clearing the path, you know, and it comes down to um, there, were, there was, uh, first of all, the artistry team, which was just incredibly motivated. But there was, uh, you know, Tom Burke in the Department of the, of the Marine was amazing and he just wanted to help make it happen. And he just thought, how do I do this? And he just cleared the way, you know. Yeah. And then Dermot Byrne, who's actually the chairman of SEAI at the moment, he uh, was the chief exec of ESB Networks at the time, and he also found a way to make it happen. And as somebody you who know? was in this business, yeah. you know, and is no longer in it, like, is it not a great source of frustration that things take so long and there just seems to be so much uphill stuff, pushing water up a hill, yeah. as someone once said. You know, that in other countries, they just decomplex all this stuff. Yeah. Get on with it, get it working. And, you know, we now have, and when we look at the cost of electricity, there, yeah. there seems to be lots of reasons yeah. why we should make this yeah. easier. There's a cost, Bobby, but there's a, there's a lot more to it. Like I'm, I'm working with another company at the moment, Stay City, and I'm helping them to, they're trying to decarbonise and go green and said an apart hotel company that's based in Dublin, but across five different countries. And, you know, when I look at what it takes to go green in that company, it all comes back to renewable energy. And it comes back now at this point to offshore wind in Ireland. It's as simple as that. Yeah. So a key thing, if we want to know if we're going to meet our targets for the end of the, of the decade, we need to look into the, into the Irish Sea and if we don't see turbines there, we're not going to make it. Yeah. So what's what's stopping us? I, you know, you tell me what's stopping yeah. us. Uh, Bobby, fi tw in 2002, we had 500 megawatts of planning for for turbines in the sea. I was just speaking to the guys earlier on today. That's now gone. So it was rescinded because it didn't happen. So now they have to go back into the planning process oh for, to start all over again. And then there's all kinds of different impediments there now. I'm going to come back to your, your current business in a second. I just wanted yeah. to talk to you there because I want to bring in our next guest, Matt Fork, and he's from REA Fork, and he's a property man. Uh, and I'm interested to talk to you, to you Matt, about, uh, I was looking at the front page there, the Irish Mail. They're saying, oh, people are now getting scared around property. People are saying, oh, I don't want to close. And, and we've gone from this, this frenzy of demand now to people wondering what's coming around the corner. As a property man here in Wicklow, give us your sense of the scenario. Yeah, well, we're we're, see, we're hearing and seeing a lot of it in the press now about the um, about the market, and you know, people are speculating on, on 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 various things. But we've, you know, like everywhere in the country, we've gone through a, a huge, um, you know, I suppose it, it's it's a it's a boom, you know, over pretty much since COVID. Um, like that was a big driver uh, of it, uh, and especially in Wicklow because we had a huge migration of people out of Dublin who were living in apartment accommodation and things like that and wanted yeah. a home. I could see how Wicklow would be a big beneficiary of 
you know, the post-COVID thing. It's it's close to Dublin. It's a beautiful place. Yeah, it well, probably was more affordable. I don't know if it is now, but... Well, it still is relatively... And even in, within Wicklow terms, if you look at, um, you know, Bray and Greystones, you know, we, as a, from a property point of view, we would consider them uh, like South Dublin prices. Whereas if you, just as you go south now, you know, we're, we're a lot more affordable. Uh, the prices have increased, you know, you know, Pretty, uh, you know, a lot of you know since um, in the in the last eighteen months to twenty four months, um, but we're still on, on looking at the rest of the county. We are still very affordable, um, and uh, yeah, it's um, and, and but what I think what what has really happened as well with Wicklow Town especially is that. Wicklow was always kind of an alternative to the Brays and Greystones, um, and now people are coming down. They're seeing what Wicklow has to offer, and it's it's their first first choice yeah. rather than their second or third choice. You know, interesting. And that, 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 that's very interesting. You're also the chamber president, so yeah, as yeah. a as a community of business people, how does Wicklow perform? Oh, very well. And over the last again, a byproduct of COVID has been that um, you know Wicklow has actually boomed. Um, you know, our main street is a lot busier. A lot of new uh, shops and restaurants restaurants and cafes have sprung up now and um, you know it's very very vibrant uh, you know we, you just you look around you, you walk up the street even though I know obviously we're at a it's a festival this weekend but you know all, every, every day every week and especially the weekends now the town is buzzing people are sitting outside they're having their coffees they're going you know they're they're they're, they're shopping in the town again Great. It's, it's very good for the town yeah Brian back to you um, you know we've seen a lot of people competing I suppose for the tourist for uh, again, American tourists and that. Uh, greenways. Tell me about this Blessington Greenway. What's planned yeah, there? Bobby, we, we were fortunate. We received uh, 15 million of funding from TII for the Blessington Greenway. Um, that's actually what's with on board Plan All at the moment. Uh, we hope to have a decision shortly. But um, it goes on board Plan All because there's a Natura impact statement that was required for that, so it automatically has to go. So it's a looped uh, greenway around the Blessington Lake. So it's the first looped greenway um, in the country. That's How long planned. is it? 44 kilometres. Oh, wow. Um, it's going to be a fantastic facility. It's a real game changer for West Wicklow. Uh, we estimate that 300,000 uh, visitors will come to West Wicklow on an annual basis. So it, the knock-on the knock effect economically and socially for that area of the county um, is going to be phenomenal. So we're, we're very excited about that. And I suppose it's, it fits into our overall tourism strategy for the county. You know, we're trying to enhance the, the tourism product in all areas. A lot of the older, a lot of the greenways, such as the one in, in Westport, uh, from Ackerley into Westport, the one from Dungarvan into Waterford, were on old railway tracks. That's not the situation here, or, it's or not, is it? No, it's not. Yeah. It's not. So it's, a, it's a, a route. There's already a walking trail at the moment, kind of six and a half kilometres around there. So it's an expansion of that. And as I said, it goes Sounds right, like a great idea. right, right around, around the lakes. It's a fantastic idea. This huge amount of work has been put in by the community groups up in Blessington, you know, to get to this stage. Yeah. So we're, we're very excited, you know, both the people of Blessington and Westwick. And it's and, also and close to a, a fairly big population, isn't it? Like Absolutely. Yeah. Blessington is, is a growing population. Matt would know, you know, the demands for housing in there as well and it's close proximity to Dublin so we're, we're hoping as I say that'll make a big uh, impact for our tourism uh, plans over the coming years. Pamela back to you and your new world of uh, of uh, Wicklow Way Wines. Um, again a fascinating story. Tell us about this business. 
Um, so we launched the business. We launched the first wine in uh, Bloom actually in 2016. I think I might have met you there when we were launching it at the time. Yeah, and it's it's basically uh, a small winery in Ireland uh, in Wicklow, just so up we the road. We have Irish wine. We do. Yeah, we have yeah. an Irish wine called Monair. Monair, that's yeah. it. And it's they're made from strawberries, blackberries, and raspberries. So we just we do the three different ones. And um, speaking of tourists and people coming over, we've actually started doing tours and tastings at the winery because we find we've had people just come down, knock on the door. And that's where we got the idea. And an awful lot of, of uh, tours from abroad, from Europe and from the US, obviously, they're used to doing yeah. winery tours. Well, we heard Quincy there earlier yeah. from Wicklow Wolf saying yeah. that, that that's an integral part it is. of his business. Yeah, that's it. And same, same with ourselves. And, right. you know, people want to they want to really get a sense of your business. They want to understand. They want to understand the integrity and what's behind it and they want to taste and they want to know and they want the story and all of that so we found that to be great so yeah. instead of trying to get the product pushed out around the country we actually have people coming to us and it's uh, it's just a much more and you don't have uh, too much competition from other, we don't. Irish, <laughs> we don't. other Irish winemakers we don't at the moment so. and tell us then about Wicklow, Wicklow Naturally uh, this new food and, and drink network championing the best of uh, Wicklow's local food and drink yeah, um, so when we were just starting off, um, we were contacted by Wicklow County Council who were doing strategy for Wicklow on food and beverage. And it was just to try and, what they found was that there were a lot of little gems of, of, of businesses around the country, around the county, but they weren't really connected or didn't necessarily know about each other. So the strategy was around connecting and networking and, and bringing everything together. So the strategy was launched launched a couple of years ago. And um, we're, uh, we're just... We're moving along now. We're trying to get everybody connected in. But I'd say when on the subject of kind of sustainability and all that stuff we're on today, there's some really, really good gems in our in Wicklow. We've got Antharshock here in Wicklow Town. Tell me more about that. It's a, an organic farm. And they, they they grow their own fruit and veg and all of that. Beautiful location up on the hill. Kilrodery, we know about that. Yeah. Date Gardens. Uh, the Wicklow Escape is a little, um, just a little beautiful little haven out in West Wicklow. McCredden, everybody knows about yeah. again organic, you know, foods. So, so when you talk then about, I suppose, commercialising sustainability, sometimes they're not good bedfellows in the sense that, you know, every business needs to make profit to survive. Yeah. Uh, and but the consumer across so many things now craves. I suppose, genuine sustainability, yeah. not, yeah. you know, yeah. a marketing trick, or, yeah. you know, but where, where there's a, a genuine effort to do a better thing yeah. or to behave in a way that's better for climate yeah. and for our planet. Yeah. What are you, would you agree with all that, you would? Yeah, I, I think more and more people are more and more conscious of it. But what I find is people don't, don't necessarily know what is it that they need to do or how to break it down into something simple. Yeah. The simplest thing, it's all to do with energy consumption. Right? Yeah. So it's all to do with burning fossil fuels. So then it comes right back around to these wind farms. They're so important. They're, they're, they're actually the cornerstone of everything in Ireland to, so that we can all decarbonise easily. It's that we have to get these large offshore wind farms out there in the sea so that we can all rely on green green energy. That's it. It's the base. Okay. Well, I think that's well said and uh, you've made, made your, your, your view very clear, which is good. Last word to you, Matt. Um, there's a few auctioneers up in Dublin getting a bit, I suppose, worried about the next six months. Are you confident down here in Wicklow that yeah. all will be well? We're, we're, we're quite confident. Um, again, going back to 
you know there is an affordability side of it here in, in, in Wicklow but are we, what we've noticed over the last kind of couple of weeks and months is that prices are starting to probably level off a bit you know there wasn't the same we, we, we had we had cases there from back where every house that you had was in a major bidding war you were getting anywhere from 20 to 100,000 above the asking and things like that which isn't healthy as you know as, as auctioneers and estate agents we don't like to see that either we want a steady market the zumping also came back into the there was a bit of that you know, head. yeah Ugh. there's there's, there's you know, a horrible practice it's a horrible practice, and you know, and, and we all, you know, don't 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 touch it with a barge pole. But um, we we haven't seen any of it now ourselves here in Wicklow, and haven't heard of any stories of it either. But um, yeah, it's it's. I think in reality, um, you know, things need to need, do need to level off. We'll see how the 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 um, interest rate increases. Uh, you know, affect you know yeah. affect people and things like that. I think the pillar banks it'll take a little it'll take take a while longer for them to um you know to to pump their um to pump their interest rates. But the the, the non the, the non bank lenders shall we say um you know they're they're all as we see already yeah. they're, they're all pumping their their interest rates. And I know from our valuation uh, side of the business, people are, are are frantically trying to get their valuations in and get their money drawn down before the the yeah. rate increases come in. Um, but it's only t- only time will tell. But I think in in reality. You know, it just we all just need to settle down and you know st- stop worrying about it and okay. you know m- move forward. All right. Well, look, it's great to talk to a very, I suppose, nice cross section uh, of things that are happening down here in the county of Wicklow. I want to thank my guests, uh, Matt Forkin uh, from REA Forkin, a property man here, and also the. Uh, the President of the Wicklow Chamber, Brian Gleeson, the Chief Executive of the Wicklow County Council, and Pamela Walsh, founder of the Wicklow Way Wines and chairperson of Wicklow Naturally. Thanks so much for joining us. Thank you very much. And we wish you all well. Down to Business with Bobby Kerr. Brought to you by Bank of Ireland. Saturday morning at 11 on News Talk.